I'm Bahomet. And I'm Jesse. Welcome back to the monologues. This time on the monologues, we ventured down a familiar rabbit hole following recommendations from the one and only Z-Man. And we have to ask ourselves this time, when should a game get credit for being called a game? With Splitgate from 1047 Games. Well, and to hopefully bring a little bit better light into this very down moment, we're going to stay close to home and tap into the sum- some summer vibes with Martin City Brewing's Pink Lemonade Ale. Dang. I didn't get through all of it clean, so like, don't don't like look at me like that. I definitely stumbled all through that. That I okay. just fucking okay. plowed through. That's the best. I, did I even switch it up on you? I was like, "Welcome back to the monologues." I thought I'd throw something different in there. We were just before guys, just before recording, we were talking about how much I flip flop on like my name and shit. Like it's either boohoo, behomet, you know. Which I on when we play games, I feel like I've been called both from people. So you know, I don't know. I just go with whatever. But I just did that, and then out of nowhere, you do this clean strike. You say it's not clean. <laughs> if people heard our outtakes, that was a very clean <laughs> intro. I mean, comparatively to some of the other yeah. things I've done, yeah, for yeah, sure. that's probably no, you did, you one. did good. We're gonna we're gonna roll with that. That's gonna be a one and done. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it's a it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the game. So <laughs> uh, for fuck's sake, yes. I'm just so, gonna poke you until you get into this. So, I mean, okay, the the intro definitely hints at it. This game, okay, I guess let's talk about what the game is first before we get into why the intro talked Pause. about. Let's crack open some beers first. Let's do My that first because it. you're, yeah, the throat needs it. Like the vibes about everything we're about to get into is going to absolutely need it. And hopefully this thing that we got is actually going to bring something to it. So, and here we go. Let's I'm, dive in. Dan, I'm actually really curious because, you know, Natural Light did that whole like Natterday pink lemonade beer. So, uh-huh. I'm actually really curious with this being local and a little more, I, you know, I feel like the, the microbreweries and stuff do a little better job of like a craft beer. Yeah. So, I'm actually really anxious to see like what pink lemonade ale from Martin City tastes like. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be a sour. So, really? Yeah. Well, now I have to save one for Bailey. I will, I will. I don't know that I was planning on it. <laughs> well, this game's such a turd. I brought in three, and I got oh, a fourth I in the fridge, in. and I've got another downstairs. It's like, dude, it may be one of those nights. Dude, the color of this is awesome. Yeah. That is what you would think, like, if you mixed pink lemonade and beer. Like, it's got a very, what would you call like a pretty, like, it's almost like a sunset orange color. Yeah, it's like a sunset, yeah, sunset orange. That is. A good way to describe it. Yeah, it's like you're sitting on the beach, getting ready to have a nice drink, a nice cocktail. Dude, that is a sour, and it is really good. Yeah, it is? Okay. Oh, I'm definitely going to have to save one of those for Bales. I was going to say, gonna so that. just smelling it. So Martin City Brewing is a local brewer, and just kind of smelling it, um, they make other sour ales, um, and it does smell very similar smell-wise to other sours that they particularly brew um i think they have a method that they go after when they brew i haven't tasted it yet so i'm gonna sip on it real quick yeah yeah that's good that's definitely good i get the the lemonade for sure i can almost use a little more lemonade mm. the sour i mean i like the sour if they but it, because the sour's got enough uh, i think pungent makes it sound negative but it's it's just pungent enough that it's like you can, the sour almost overwhelms the pink lemonade part well, and so that's the one thing I was going to say. Like, so I think this is kind of unique to the way that Martin City does their sours. Whatever they're doing, I think they use like a, and I honestly am not, I'm not familiar enough with all of the brewing techniques around everything. And we sample so many different types of beer that I, you know, I'm not familiar with how everything is brewed. I, I really, I really like to keep, be kept in the dark. I kind of look at everything. Um, but I'm not a nerd about that particular thing. I don't geek out as much as hard about that. I, I, some of that stuff is fascinating. Um, but what I do kind of know about it is some of these, um, uh, sours are brewed with like lactic acid. Uh, Mm -hmm. so, um, and, and with this, you do get a lot more of that type of 
flavor to it. It is specifically, it is, I, we've had um, other sours from Martin City. I think we had uh, an infamous, infamous night with uh, a beat. Um, Were those from them? From Martin All City. those years ago? Correct. Yeah. So oh we had a beet sour um, from Martin City. And uh, it has a very similar flavor, despite not being like the beets Dude, backing the flavor. Do you remember the it. red color that that was? Oh, yeah. It was like murder red. <laughs> yeah. It was like something out of like a cartoon. It was something like out of Ninja Turtles ooze. Like it was so bright and just like almost horrifying. Almost like that's yeah. a chemical from another planet. Yeah. It was, uh, it was very unique. It did not look like it. Uh, Deserve to be drank, and I we would, had a couple. <laughs> I, dude, I would argue if we were to go back now with our with where we're at now and drink those, I think we'd have a totally different take. Y- you might be correct. That would I be think, an interesting thing. Like that was probably one of our first sours. I think that was the first time we was. went out and tried three different sours. No, it was, was our one. first, right? We because tried, like, you grabbed all of, those, right? And we did Minsky's Pizza, and I brought my Xbox up, and I think we hooked up and played Overwatch on Xbox together. I like laid on your floor and I yeah. ate that pizza. Remember uh, Ron Jeremy brought that pizza to us? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? The guy had like the hippie pouch, like the curly hair at the back, had yeah. like the gut and everything. I was like, is this guy? And he had the gloves. I think he had gloves on. Uh, Whether he didn't or did, I, that's he, the only way I picture him now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. It was Ron Jeremy and he had to tip the thing sideways to get it through your door. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a giant pizza. It was like, what, 50 inch or something like that. It was, it was the huge. biggest they have. I yeah. think you said it was like $70 or some shit. Yeah, it was a but massive dude, pizza. We need to relive that night again. <laughs> we'll then go walk 10 miles afterwards so I don't feel like a piece of dog shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so let's, we're, you know, we've, we've added up our 15 tangents to start this out, so that's good. Yeah, and so let's talk about what the game is first, I guess. And then we'll kind of walk back from there to kind of get back to where the intro is um, kind of pointing, I guess. So this game is an arena style um, first person shooter, um, all PVP combat um, in an an arena. Um, If you were to look at it, you would say it's very, not not just very similar, but almost an exact clone of um, other games you would have seen before. uh, but think of, you know, um, Halo 2. Um, think of, uh, you know, games like Doom or, or something like that. I mean, those are exactly what these this game was going after when, when they developed it. Um, and it is almost an exact clone of Halo 2, um, almost down to, like, gun styles and everything like that. Like, um, characters were developed, uh, their skins all look very much in the vein of um the halo franchise all of the environments look the same um but they do have a uh one unique twist to the whole thing it's like hey what if halo had portals in it um yeah. where you can shoot a portal uh shoot two portals in any location in the map and teleport between those two places and that is the one point of the game that is very very well executed it's just like a map transference um, anywhere, uh, within the game. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty basic first person shooter. There's nothing really groundbreaking about it. It doesn't really do anything that's going to blow your hair back. It it just does what any basic, I mean, I guess arena style first person shooter you would expect to do. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. So like team deathmatch on any game or, yeah. you know, you're trying to get a certain amount of kills in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, you nailed it. It's Halo, it's Halo 2, add the portals and switch out frags and um, plasma grenades for plasma grenades that destroy other people's portals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, essentially, that's that's what it is. And the portals, I, you know, you said it's executed really well. Um, I would say that I couldn't even imagine coding what that does or what that's like. Maybe that's really easy to do nowadays. Maybe not. I don't have a clue. Kind of like you and the, the beer thing. Like, I don't study that stuff. That's not my forte. We got guys, we just play this stuff, um, you know. I, I just come to drink beer and play video games. And then luckily <laughs> I have a buddy that's like, Hey, let's talk about that and record it. And I'm like, cool, let's do that. You know, then this, here we are. Um, you know, and one, one thing you were worried about when we were kind of messing with that intro, which 
you know, we've talked about this before. We don't script anything really, which I think anybody listens to us talking turns out of our mouths. Like they know we don't script, <laughs> but we script the intro and you usually stick right. to it. And today you nailed it. So that's, I feel like that's a milestone in our, our podcast <laughs> life. Um, you know, this is the first time I think you've went clean enough. We didn't have, you didn't repeat it or start over. Um, you know, but one thing we talked about right, right when you got on here is you were concerned that it would look like something negative on Z. And yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't feel that way at all. And I kind of already talked to Z about it, you know, which I, and you and I do feel a little differently about this game. Now, I'm not saying it's great. I do think it's a copycat. I think it's a direct copycat. I don't agree that they implemented the portals very well, not because the portals don't work or function, but because I found little use for them in matches. I mean, a few, maybe one or two matches, they were in a position where, the map was small enough that the portals were a way to really screw with people. And I think I, sir, I, I might've played this game more than you did. Oh no, you most definitely did. I think I most put like three hours into this game, to be honest. Yeah, I know um, I played over 10 matches. Um, I probably, I mean, I, I probably would have played about 10 matches. Yeah. I'm somewhere between 10 and 20 matches to see if there's anything else popped up. And I mean, it's still, you got an, uh, you know, you got a slew of guns. It's that rotate through the there different. Yeah, yeah, it's Halo 2. I'm telling you, it's it is you're not it is a copycat. So I kind of talked to Z about that. Um, you know, it's like, hey, it's not it's not our forte, but keep keep the you know uh recommendations coming because I'm all for it. I mean, anything he finds, you know, any of the kids find, I'm like, you know, let me know. We'll look, we'll check it out. And it looked honestly, this game looked like it was gonna be a lot of fun. It I mean, it looked like it had potential to do something a little bit different and a little bit more than what it actually did. Um they went so far to be as copycatty as to get their cousin who could do some shitty imitation of the announcer from Halo to do the shitty announcing inside of their game. Dude, we can go one step further. The entire, I don't know if you'd call it technically user interface, but technically the, the beginning screen, the loadout screen before you go into matches is identical to Fortnite. Yeah, I mean, it's just an, it's, that they ripped off Fortnite for their the, their the micro screen. payment system where you go to shop for stuff. It all looks so much like Fortnite. You would think that the dude from Fortnite that started that got fired, and then Splitgate's like, "Hey, will you come do this for us?" It's like, sure, it, and it's just typed up the same thing. It's interesting that you say that. So there's there's not a whole lot to talk about the game itself. Like the game itself is pretty straightforward. If you if you are interested in the game. I don't know what you're doing listening to this podcast. Um, if you if you're interested in who the developers are, I can actually kind of clue you in a little bit on that and kind of give a little bit more background because the only thing that this game actually got me interested in is why the fuck is this game actually highly rated and why the fuck is this thing actually a thing? Um, because it shouldn't be. Um, there before is, you before you continue that, I, can I sp- sp- shout out like what the ratings that I saw from them are? Yeah, go for it. I mean, because nine out of ten on Steam and seven point one out of ten on IGN. Yeah, they're 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 not scoring bad numbers. They're I mean, seven out of ten on IGN is actually pretty low. Just to kind of give a perspective on IGN, that's pretty low. On Steam, I give Steam ratings about. Mm, medium quality. I don't know that anymore. I feel like every time I look up a game, they all say nine out of 10 on steam. I feel like every game that every game that's on steam is like, it's nine out of 10. (laughs) Yeah. It's because I mean, that's a, it's a little bit easier to game the system when you're dealing with the steam platform. It's not, it's, you're not getting straightforward metrics there. Um, they also throw around a lot of numbers. Like if you go and read their website, they throw around a lot of numbers that make you think that they're really killing it. I don't think they're really killing it. When you talk about like player retention and what they're really bringing in revenue wise, I really don't know that they're actually killing it. Um, if, so they talk about like they, they got like 2 million downloads within their first um, few months of uh, having it out. And then like 15 million downloads within the first year. Um, so that would be impressive if you have player retention. Um I don't think they have player retention. I think what they have is a lot of people looking at it and go, hey, that looks interesting. Oh, shit. This is the same shit I've been playing for fucking ever. Why am I doing this? There's not really anything unique or innovative here. The the portals only get you so far. They get you into the game enough to look at it just like they did for us. I mean, the same thing. This that, that I mean, that was literally the selling point. I mean, when Z mentioned it, or at least the comment that you made to me is like it was Halo but with portals 
And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. That's kind of neat. Um, let's let's look at it because what can you do if you can um, flank your enemies in a little bit different way, right? Right. And you're not wrong in that. While the 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 portals behave mechanically well, right? Like you can, right. that that's really seamless. Yeah, that, that transition. You can is, shoot people through them. I mean, you can. Right. You can shoot yourself through them and kill yourself. Did you know that? <laughs> I I did not know that. No. Okay, so this is gonna sound like some joke, but it's just sad at this point. <laughs> so I was like playing with the portals, and I was like, "Oh shit, there's a guy in that portal." <laughs> yeah, that was me. You can only see through your own portals. You can't see right. through anybody else's portal. So if you see somebody right. through the portal, yeah, if it's you not might you, it's somebody else. But yeah, well, uh, if they're if they're red, they're the other team because right. that's what Halo did. If they're blue, <laughs> red and blue, <laughs> they're yeah. your team because that's what Halo uh, did. So because you want to fuck unique, right? Oh, dude, I'm gonna bring this up. Okay, so maybe that's why they got so many downloads is because you know the kids don't want to play what we played growing up. But, but they, they are. do, but, right? But they do want to. They just don't realize they want to because of the name. But here's the thing. So I was going to ask you did you did you type in on Google Splitgate? I mean, I I did trying to find out okay. all of the stuff about them. Right? If and you you know how it always I, brings up, um, you know it always brings up like what people also ask. The number one next question is: Is Splitgate a knockoff of Halo? Yeah, I mean that's the first question. <laughs> that's like, the first of course question that pops up. It's just, that's crazy to me. Right. And, and if you look at them and you look at like their, their, okay, they're, okay. So uh, I guess let's, let's take it back and we'll kind of like, I, cause I, I want to be fair, but I'm still going to be very critical because well, I can tell you right now. And I liked it more than you did because not because it was unique because it definitely was not. Um, but it was fun to play around on matches, but I've, it would have been the same as if I clicked on halo too. I would have said the same thing if there's people playing it. Yeah, you know uh, I, mean? I guess. I mean, dude, it was they use fun the enough. real plastic things to hold these cans in there. It's like yeah. fucking trying to break into a safe. <laughs> I'm already going for number two. If you guys didn't know this, I'm my throat's killing me. I don't know if AJ and I made out too much, and I got the vid from him a while back, but you know that's what happens. I guess I you know. didn't get it from me because I didn't go nowhere. So, oh yeah, we talked on a we talked on a mic together. Yeah, yeah. A virtual yeah, you know how that vid works? It comes through. It trans- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to drink the shit out of these so maybe my throat will stop hurting. Good. Well, um, but so anyways, the the way this game actually started, it started as a school demo for a couple of college kids uh, from Stanford. That's where this game actually started. It was a project that they were doing for a class. Um, where they were trying to implement a portal for an FPS game. Um, so that's that's actually where this idea came from. Um, and uh, they just kind of kept, continued to grow up from there. Uh, initially for their first couple, so that started was like back in what, 2017, I think is what I read. Yeah. Um, and from there, they continued to grow it. And it started off with like eight people is where they initially started their their first round um, and, and going. Um, they got some backing through one round, um, got like a million or so in investment, um, managed to continue to uh, developing, got people to come on and help them develop, and then went into a second round of investing and got like another $5 million of investment, right? So they got a few more people to come on. That's where they got up to the eight people. And then after that, you know, a little bit more time goes in to get the game a little bit further along. They get it into their first beta round, I think. And at that point, they go and open it up to a third round where they get a bigger size investment. They get $100 million. So they're up to $116 million, right? In a third round of investing. Um, And it's based on the things that you see on Steam, right? Yeah, I mean, it's almost like we're giving it more attention than it probably even needs. Right. You know what I mean? It's But, so this is what, so here, let me go down this. So someone like Z, who watches a lot of YouTube and stuff, especially on games, because that's what, you know, our kids love, uh, you know, this popped up for a reason, and it grabbed his attention for a reason. Now, does he play it? Now, he, he plays Fortnite, Roblox, Minecraft, you know, and then random games here and there. Right. You know, and this grabbed his attention, but he did say he tried this for a minute and then stopped playing it. So, right. No, I think you're probably right. I don't think it is going to be the next big thing. 
But yeah. that's what it kind of just blows my mind a little bit to see these ratings. So if those are based off people's reviews and stuff, I just go like, what is happening? Because so we we review stuff. And what I say that we're like Cecil and Everett or, or you know, sorry, I said that wrong. Um, are, are we like, you know, world renowned reviewers? No, absolutely no. not. And we've talked about how we're kind of biased towards certain games, but yeah, we're, you know, we're a specific demographic and we've actually experienced more because of this podcast than we ever would have had we not done this because we'd still be just playing RPGs and Overwatch. And that's probably about it. You yeah. know, we might've tried Assassin's Creed if someone would have told us it was an RPG like that. But other than that, <laughs> we'd be waiting for the next Elder Scrolls. We might've tried Elden Ring. We'd have yeah. played Fallout. We'd have played, you know, uh, Elder Scrolls, maybe some Final Fantasy games and then Overwatch and WoW. <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. At this point, we might've tried another MMORPG, you know, so we've, we've branched out. So we're not, what point is we're not like, World-renowned reviewers don't trust us over everybody else. You do your own research. I don't really care. But there is no way in hell that I think this game deserves a nine out of ten on any fucking system, like on any and any wavelength mentality. I don't. I don't understand that. No, I think so. My theory behind that that nine out of ten is because one thing that they are doing that I think is different from most developers is that they're being a little bit more transparent with how they're developing the game and the progress that they're making and getting feedback from the end player, right? Um, they're trying to solicit that feedback by having this really, really long open beta, right? Ever since they've released the game, it's still in beta. Right. I mean, they released it uh, officially to the public in, what, 2020? It's still in beta. It was it was officially released in 2019, May 24th, 29, so 2019. No, yeah, 2019, okay. But it's still in beta. Right. Yeah, it, that's what I was about to ask you. I was going to say, so I wasn't crazy when I downloaded that. It did still say beta. No, it's still in beta. Why? Right. Because it's still a shit product. They understand it's a shit product, and they understand that there's nothing that they can do to make this thing any better. I was about to say, but, so then, so they're, so, and this could just be, you know, not, first off, I don't know them, so this is never personal. If I've said, we think we've said that before, it's never personal. But so then are they just waiting for someone else to give them a, a fucking unique original idea? You know, is that why they're, you know, they're with the portal concept. Like we had the portal, the, the one guy that had the port, you know, I always come up with these stories in my head. You know, one guy's like, dude, I gave you guys the portal. I got nothing else. And he was like, well, somebody got to come up with something. It just looks like Halo and Fortnite with portals. And the guy's like, I got, no I gave you the portal. I don't know. Figure it out. So they're just like, all right, well, let's leave it in beta. Maybe someone will say something and then we'll make it our unique thing. I mean, that's the only thing I can think is that they're trying to crib an idea from their their audience, their player base, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's maybe their it seems player like. base is going to suggest something to them, and their player base has enough feedback for them. Um, you know, who's going to rate this game? The the people that really really fucking hate it are people that really really love it, and people who really fucking hate it probably aren't going to spend spend two seconds even thinking about the game. They're gonna they're they're gonna download it. They're gonna look at it just like we did. Play a, play a few matches few matches and say, hey, this isn't for me. And they're just going to move on. Why? Because it's not really worth the time. And it wasn't That's right. And it wasn't. Opinion. Unless you just want to get on there to bitch that it's a copycat, you really aren't going to get on there to complain. You're just going to go, yeah, whatever. Like, I, if I want to play Halo 2, I'll play Halo 2. For real. And then the, the people that are going to be the most interactive are going to be the ones that are actually, like, bound to the game and have that kind of sense of community that, like, oh, no, my, my input matters. Maybe I introduce an idea and they put it into the game. You know, yeah. But well, and if they're, and you know, if you go back, like I said, so Z's, you know, going to be what twelve next month. So you know, you look at someone like him who he's played Halo because of me, but how many kids his age have not played Halo because their parents didn't play Halo? So yeah. this might look unique to them. It might look like something new, like oh, it's kind of like Fortnite, but it's like way. You know, I don't have to worry about building shit. I don't have to worry <laughs> about you know cartoon graphics because sadly, I still think the graphics of this look better than Fortnite. So yeah, I know Fortnite's a style. We don't have to go into that cold fucking mess but i just mean like i mean it does graphically Fortnite look looks better. like nintendo 64 to me i mean yeah but visually that's just what i see i see mario 64 when i play Fortnite. it just doesn't look like much but but honestly during this review period i spent more time playing Fortnite with elijah than i did playing this game just to be perfectly clear about how much i really you need to try that rumble verse game dude I, I I mean I would be more apt to play that game than play yeah. this. This is yeah a no that Rumbleverse game is actually a lot of fun. I mean it's <laughs> not great graphics, but it's like it's just entertaining. You know, it's just like a quick yeah know, quick quick route. And I like it because well you know Z's vision thing too for me. I was like dude this might be better for you because 
You don't have to worry about trying to snipe them. You know, with your vision, you got to get close to fight. This might be better, you know? Right. And so, so far he's had fun on it. I haven't talked to him since we played it together the other night, but. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I, I honestly don't know how it's got the ratings that it has. It, it it boggles my mind. I mean, if you were to go back in time and delete Fortnite and delete Halo 2 um, and this game came out, I mean, I'd probably give it a little bit better rating because I want it because, but it just looks that the, the, it takes the biggest knock to me, not because it doesn't function as you, you kept saying that you kept saying, you know, we talked about it before and I thought it was hilarious because you were just shitting on this game. And I, I think it's hilarious, but it's because <laughs> it's not because it doesn't function. That's what you kept no, saying. It, like, functions. it functions as a game, but it also right. is just the same game we've seen just, you know, so these people, I just don't know how they, I don't know how they can legally then do what it, they're doing. That's what blows I, my mind. I mean, and that's that's that that was the question I posed in the the intro. Like, when when can you call a game a game? Like, yeah. what is the what is the li- the limitation for calling a game a game? The game because you made something that's a fucking game now. How low <laughs> is this goddamn bar gonna get? Right, so, when super low. Right, when when is drawing stick figures gonna be a game? Like, what the oh, it fuck? already is, but that's but that goes into. So you remember. Um, Early on in our recording this stuff, uh, I found a, we were trying to switch it up and do a phone game way after Crashlands. I think we were, so it was like the second round. Dude, of I'd that back. Crash. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, okay. So after, well, I think Crashlands was like maybe episode four. It's so like maybe I'm about episode 10 ish in that range, somewhere in there when we were mapping stuff out. Yeah. I remember looking at a phone game and it was a free to play. And I don't even know that you ever downloaded it, but I like downloaded it and I was like, we'll do this. And you're like, okay, I don't really give a fuck. Or whatever, you know, you're like, phone games suck, you know, whatever. It's going to suck no matter what. I downloaded it, played, and I was like, just forget that idea. <laughs> and that game was so bad. I wish I could remember the name of it. I could probably find it wrote down somewhere. That game was so bad. It, it posed in my mind the question you just said, like, what are we calling a game at this point? Because, and, and I get what's happening where these really random, you know, Among Us is a, I would go, I would go straight to Among Us. Among Us had a pretty unique concept. Mm-hmm. shitty graphics or whatever but it can be played on you can play it on a fucking smartwatch you can play that game <laughs> on anything right right and, but it hit and it did really good so now i think i feel like everybody that has any kind of concepts like fucking throw it out there someone will buy it yeah you're not wrong <laughs> i mean i think and that's you know that's where we're at it's 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 quantity over quality and that's that's where we're at like fucking yeah. i don't care about how good your idea is anymore like just give me more of it, and I fucking hate that. I, give me a good idea, man. Well, I think at one point Shay on his old um, iPod or old phone said he had like seventy-two games installed. Yeah, and I just went, "Are you just clicking install until the list stops showing up items? Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> but that's but that's who they're catering to because they're just hoping something fires, something snaps. So you're yeah. not wrong. And right. I, we've talked about this in all of consumerism, though. We talked about this with like the Mountain Dew episodes, you know, like that mountain, that hard Mountain Dew is fucking delicious. They nailed with that. <laughs> but how many, how many different flavors and the pop side of that has Mountain Dew come up with just hoping that they call it like what? Uh, lightning in a bottle. Just hoping to get another, you know, um, Mountain Dew Code Red, another Mountain Dew Livewire. But right. nothing, you know, the, Mountain Dew has Mountain Dew that's, that's actually done good sales wise. It's been regular Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew, Code Red, and yeah. then I would argue that Baja is really good, but I don't know sales wise other than Taco Bell having the yeah. rights to it. Right, that's it, you know. So, but that's what they do, and the beer world's dumped on that bandwagon. Let's make eighty-seven different types, throw fucking everything in that we can, try something it, different. Look at it look has at until it's gotten shit. to craft, but there's this been this backlash, and that's the kind of the reason why we started this podcast, man. Yeah, there's is. been that's this a, backlash yeah. because. Look at what's going on with craft brewing. Like, there's no longer this 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 mentality of throw as much shit at the wall and see what fucking sticks. It's it's put your heart and soul into something and give yeah. me something that you think is the best thing ever. Like, it, and, it and can, you can be tell off the wall, right? It can be off the wall. It can be out there. It can be zany. It can be wild and crazy. It can be everywhere you want it to go. But be make sure it's the best thing that you can possibly do. And that's not where we're at anymore with everything else. That's not where we're at with video games anymore. And that's or at least a large market of the video games. And that's where this one, like not only solidly 
plummets. This is one is fucking leading the goddamn bandwagon on. <laughs> it's like you got a problem. If you can't solve it, copy it. <laughs> you know, for, for real. Like, wow, well, we got portals, and that's uh, a unique idea. Well, what are we gonna do? I don't know. Just pick some games you like playing. I used to play Halo Two back in fucking high school. Cool, let's do that and add portals. I mean, right? I, you know, so whatever. You know, if that was their idea, I mean, they're trying to make money on it. I mean, I can't blame them for that. But am I going to give you a nine out of ten? Absolutely not. I'm sorry, that's not happening. No, no. I mean, and a big part of that's not because your game didn't function and you can play, you can battle people, and you can. Well, which, which you know, I was biased because I was kicking everybody's ass on that game too. So I was like, this game's not that bad. I keep getting first. <laughs> 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 you know. But it's just, a and, and but that also t- tells you something though. Like yeah. I'm not the best, I'm not the best first person shooter in the oh, world, sir. Yeah, I mean I'm close, but <laughs> and I was, I was constantly on the on the top charts too. Like, yeah, what the fuck does that say about the player base? Like right. that's who's playing that game. People Dude, that tells who you are we're fucking a, dumber than me no, are playing that, that goddamn well, first game. First off, first off, ninety seven percent of the population is dumber than you, sir. <laughs> yeah yeah let's just we don't have to Whatever. go down that we don't have to go down that test but no in all honesty you know you know i made that i'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna take what you're saying i'm gonna reject that i'm gonna fabricate the fact that we're amazing video game players <laughs> you know that's sure sure look up Bahoman, look up jesse christ look us up we're fucking studs boy <laughs> yeah you can go check out my my twitch channel and watch how much i kick ass <laughs> not at all jesus christ yeah, I mean, I think we're honestly, I think we're studs at playing games. But no, you're right. <laughs> That's so. I was like, I was like texting you guys. And I was just, of course, I was just trying to poke the bear. For those of you that don't know, we've got a little Overwatch text group, and my boy here was just freaking out about this shit gate game, and I was laughing about it the whole time, saying, <laughs> "I don't think it's that bad, man. I keep getting first. I don't know what you're talking about." Oh, my team. I don't. I honestly, wow. I'm not kidding you, dude. I don't think I lost a single match. Yeah, no, I didn't either. Like my my whatever team I was on, we won every time. And I, you know, this goes back to what I said about Z being twelve. How many twelve year olds out there has never played Halo because their dad didn't make them play Halo or try it out? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So how many kids playing this have no? I have never seen Halo and it's like this game is fucking awesome. It's like Fortnite, but I don't have to build shit. That's what I'm saying. Like that, it might hit with some people. You know? I, I yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess. I mean, that's I, that is literally where we're at. Is like. People who have zero understanding of the things that came before. Um, and I mean, I, I, you know, it kind of goes back to the concept of the, the, the needs, I guess, of the population don't really change over time. Like people just want to be entertained. Like you want to yeah. listen to music, right? The way you listen to music has changed over time. You, you used to listen on records. You used to listen on eight track. You listen on cassette and then CD and then MP3 players. and now it's just part of your fucking phone. So, you know, it's just changed over time. And kids will, you know, most kids don't even realize that there was a fucking cassette player at one period in time. And that used to be our goddamn life as well, a Walkman, you know, or a Discman. Like, dude, when, remember they had like, I talked about this the other day. You had the CD player on your side. And it'd have like, you got a, if you got a good one, it had like the skip resist. The skip resist, on it. yeah. It was yeah, like, it would buffer push. it a certain amount. Yeah. You could get like 20 it or 30 still seconds failed. of buffering. It uh, still failed on every fucking bike ride I was ever on. For sure. Kids don't even ride bikes anymore, dude. It's, <laughs> and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the old guy on here bitching that kids aren't the same because it's whatever. Every, every generation has its problems and what we're not going to go into the whole, you know, uh, my generation was tougher and kids are, I don't care. I don't care one bit. It is what it is. I just know that if you want to see Halo, you can go download Halo. You don't have to get Splitgate. Yeah. No. I mean, you want to play Splitgate, go go try Halo Infinity. Like you're you're gonna get no. better out of it. The only thing that's different about the, the the thing is the one thing I would say is that these are more closed in arena style maps. Whereas like something like Halo Infinity is like had some huge maps. They're they're just I, monstrous maps. You, right. I never felt like I was contained like these. These are arena style maps. But I think that's a natural evolution because these portals don't work. I can't. The bigger the map, the less I use the portals. Correct. Yeah. They you know, I just, don't I work no, in a big open right. space. The portals make the space larger. That's the intent of the portal. Right. You know, um, if you have a wide open map, why the fuck do you need a portal? Run the fuck around and flank. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's like I said, it's. um. You know, it's it's nothing on Z. It's it's nothing like that. It's um. I hope he gives us more recommendations. I hope we find some other stuff. 
I, I think you're the consumerism thing you're talking about and everybody's out there trying to do their own thing. And I can't knock them for that or even trying to raise money or whatever. I don't, I don't care about any of that, but I would just take quality over quantity. And everybody's looking for that spark in a bottle, that lightning in a bottle. But I just think that this was not, you're not going to get that from not doing the work. I don't feel like they did the work. I feel like they came up with one idea, stole the work from a bunch of other people and tried to slap it together and make money. That's that's. And I'm, that's about as quick and blunt as I can say it. It's, that's yeah, what they, it looks like. They could have done a million other things with that portal concept. I mean, they yeah. could have <clears throat> even kept the arena style FPS shooter concept and done something completely different with what they chose to do, but they chose to implement Halo. Right. That's what they chose to do because they were school kids and the school project is all about doing whatever you have to do in the fastest amount of time, which is make somebody else's bullshit. That's really all it is. And that's what they did. And I said it before, they have 28 other people around them or 20, you know, 26 other people at this point around them. At what point don't you have at least one other person that says, Hey, you know, we're just making Halo, right? Like, yeah, that's a. I don't know how they're not worried about a lawsuit. That's what kind of blows my mind. I, yeah, I don't. I, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, they on their website, they say they're a mix of young kids because they just came out of college and veterans from around the industry. And they list all of the different uh, places that their veterans have worked. Um. And, you know, their veterans come from some pretty large places, places like Epic, who developed mm. Fortnite. Right. So, you know. Yeah. It's. It's just um, crazy to me. You know, not every good idea comes from a 20-year-old. Um, it seems like a lot of people put a lot of faith in in people who may not be ready for it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think I try to ride. I try to ride that line because it's. Okay, you know, if we're not being a, not that we're political, this isn't necessarily political or corporate, but, you know, I think that's like the big thing in big business is young, young and new, young and new, youth, change, change, change just for the sake of change. You you know, I feel like that's the push is like uh, young, innovative youth change. Like they just shove that and shove that and shove that. And I'm not saying, like I said, I'm somewhere in the middle because I go. Yeah, you don't want to be closed-minded to new ideas and concepts. You don't want to be um, on the other side of that spectrum. But you also don't want to just solely rely on that and not realize there's a lot of talent that comes out of not skill or luck or genetics or whatever, but out of hard work. Right. So that's, know, there's the, the, that's the balance. That's the part that's know? missing. Yeah. That innovation is key. Like, like I, I don't want to lose that. Like. It takes practice to be innovative. Um, you have to be purposeful about what you're trying to innovate. If you don't have a goal in mind, you're doing something with no purpose. If you don't know what problem you're trying to solve, what are you doing? And this is where they're at. They don't know what problem they're trying to yeah, solve. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I would, I would put, I would put some fine earned colones down on the fact that. You know, they're waiting for their their fan base to give them a, an original idea. I, I don't think he, you're wrong there. You know, I, th- I mean, I'm not saying that's fact. I'm just saying that I would, if you if you said, hey, you you know, you want to put some money down on this, you believe that, let's find out. I'd, yeah, okay, I got I got some extra clones down. I'll put some moolah down on that. Because yeah. that's, what it, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think, you know, I think. You know, listening to your your fan base, listening to your player base, listening to your customer, your consumer, all of those things are important. All of those things I strongly recommend. You don't know what you're supposed to do without their feedback, their input, and all of those things. But well, you must have a direction in mind for where you want to take yourself and your goals. I was about to say, company. this goes, this goes like, down a road where I'm going to go right back to like pull it in the middle because I go like this. I go... You can't dictate it. Art is art or whatever, you know, and then there's a lot of hard work that makes art uh, fit a wide demographic or, or be, you know, um, I would say edible, but like, you know, um, susceptible. Like you can take it in. Like you can handle it because there's art that's above you and I's thinking process where we're like, I don't think that's art. That makes no fucking sense to me. For sure. You know? 
You know what I mean? Like that, that doesn't look like art, but someone that's art, you know, that was natural, yeah. whatever. But then there's, you know, you're trying to market something. We're not talking about art anymore. We're talking about a business. We're talking about you trying to entertain. Right. So that's where you've got a, you have that hybrid mix. You got to find a way to like blend the art with like also the hard work and the, you know, and doing something unique or whatever, or, or, or making it, you know, um, you know, user-friendly, you know what I'm saying? And right. I don't, I don't think they're anywhere on that spectrum. I, it just, and you know, you told me stuff I didn't even know. And if I'm just word vomiting, what I, what I gathered out of that, I just go, yeah, this is nowhere near what it needs to be. I mean, I can only, I can only say what I've read in articles with interviews from their CEO like the the people that started the company with um you know stuff on their own website stuff like that like that's where I'm getting my information like stuff that they've put out there like proudly representing who they are you can be proud about that all you want i don't think that makes you a great company um no and i and i'll, I'll give them the respect on take your shot however it may be take your shot sure sure but like i said i go back to are you but are you, can you without a doubt if i was sitting in front of that ceo or whatever, the, the the group of people making this game. And I said, you know, but are you, and if they can say this honestly, then it is what it is. And maybe this isn't your forte, but I would say, are you putting in the hard work to make this something that you're proud of? Right. And I'm not trying to sound like their dad right now. I'm just saying like, are you putting in the hard work to make this something you're proud of? Or are you just getting by trying to make something to, to redeem your, to get your money out of it or get paid? Like, are, you know, that's, that's all I'm asking. And it, and if you're, I don't care what your answer is. That's the other thing. Everybody's like, everybody gets hung up on reasons. I don't care what your reason is. I just, I'm just be honest. Like, well, I'm, and I'm not going to fucking money. Cool. So like, and I'm, right? I'm not going to shit on them. Like putting together the game that they've put out that that's definitely hard work. The, the fact that it works as smoothly as it does, that's definitely hard work. It's not, it's not a poorly put together game. It well, is I said that earlier. I have no functional. idea. I couldn't even imagine what putting those portals in coding wise, what that, ha what that involves. I have no idea. Right. It, the fact that it is as smooth as it is, um, is, I mean, it, it, it shows that they actually have dedication to, to doing what they're doing, but it's it, what, what they're lacking is somebody with the artistic vision to actually make it a game, right? You have coders developing a game, uh, that doesn't necessarily make you the best game. I'm not going to be an idea person. That's not my goal. If not you want a hybrid. solution for <laughs> right, something, I, I bring a, the problems problem to solver. you. Yeah. Right. I, I'm a problem solver. That's yeah. my that's my nature. I'm so, the dreamer, you're the doer, sir. Oh yeah. Correct. And that's that's what this looks like is you have problem solvers solving the problem of how do we implement a game? They've implemented the game very well. Um they have not solved the problem of how do you create a game? And that got deep. Now that got deep. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow it up with we you know we got, we talked about consumerism. We've talked about a lot of stuff on this episode for you know for what it is. <laughs> you know whatever. But we were talking about consumerism and beer and you know these big companies popping out all this stuff. But there you know and we've we've tapped into this and I don't know the best way to bring people into it. But there is a there is a moment with a drink a cold drink and people are like ah oh, it's just beer we're, okay. But there is something about being at a microbrewery or being at a brewery that puts heart and soul into their product. You get a fresh pull of draft of like a stout or something, and you take a sip of it and you go, it it's it's puts you in that environment and it makes you feel more than just like you're drinking a beverage. It's like it's part of the, you know, the the nuance or the part of the energy, you know, and like so we, you know, we recorded an episode with our friends recently. One of our friends doesn't drink. Yeah, but he got in that environment and felt that delicious, well-crafted <laughs> beer, that cold-crafted beer on his lips, and was like, "Ah, I'm gonna put down quite a few of these. These are going down really good." Right, right. That's that's part of the energy. So, you know, it's different than you stopping at a gas station and grabbing something because you need a buzz. That's not that's not how I view, you know, all drinks. If I just want that, I'll just buy the cheapest fucking vodka I can find, take some shots, chase it with some coke, and call it good. Like. You know, and maybe have a soda after. I'm just kidding, but <laughs> you know what I mean. That's that's not um, that's not the stuff we look for. And I think in the gaming world, we're looking for the same thing. I think yeah. we want something that puts us in that environment. And maybe we're stingy. Maybe we're stuck up. I don't know. 
but I'm looking for games. I'm going to review games and we, I can give you one perfect example for anybody listening to this. That's listened to our other episodes, the long dark, right? There, that, that puts you in something and made you feel a certain way with a video game. You know, uh, we do it with craft beer, you know, you and I, you and I hang out sometimes or we, you know, I come up there, you come down here, we crack open a beer. There's, it's a different setting than I'm not just having a drink. I'm having a drink with a friend. Right. Uh, I, you know, and you play a game if you're alone, which, you know, we've played games by ourselves. You need something to put you in that, or you play games online like this, and you want to be a part of a community or an environment or, or get a certain feeling. I'm not dogging that you can't have that with this game. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's problematic to me. To go, yeah, I'll try that and going, yeah, I've already seen this done. You know what I mean? Mm. It doesn't, it's not giving me any feeling. It's not making me feel like this is special or, you know, I can really get into the environment of this or, or the uh, community that's playing this game. I, I got nothing from that. And I'll probably still rate it higher than you uh, oh, yeah. because I did enjoy the matches, but because I was probably getting first, you know, maybe I was fighting <laughs> bots. I don't know, but, you know, it is what it is. Sure. Well, I think. That's about all we really, I, I don't know. That's about all I can really say about the game itself. Yeah, we I, don't have to drag it through the mud anymore. You know, I, no. they're, they're trying to make a paycheck. I can give them credit for that or whatever. Sure. You know, we're all trying to get paid out here. <clears throat> but let's talk a little bit, I guess, about the beer and what it is and how we how it's been going down so far. I've, I've cracked my third. Um, so uh, Yeah, I'm drinking my third. So um, it's actually pretty decent. And it is an ale brewed with lemon cranberry and raspberry um of it's that, a sour for sure yeah it's a very 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 tart um so they'd say on the side of the can tart sweet and refreshing it's summer in a can enjoy bursting flavors of lemon cranberry and raspberry in this seasonal pink lemonade ale and i don't get any of the raspberry whatsoever i do definitely get a little bit of cranberry but mostly lemon um same i'm the exact same Right, so I, I I get a little bit of the cranberry, and that's where that that kind of uh, like summer uh, sunset summer sunset hue summer sunset on the beach hue comes from. Right, I was about to say that does. I think I nailed it with that. That's yeah. what it looks like. I, I like the color, and I think it tastes good. Um, yeah, and, it it does. I, but I don't get the raspberry come through. Um, no, which is I think plus or minus. I guess uh, maybe it could use a little bit more to pop out of it. Um, maybe just a little bit more flavor to, to back it of the, the berries and the, the fruits that they're wanting to come out of it um, would raise. That's it up a how I fire. It's, it's got good flavor, but I feel like, and you'll see it in my score. Probably it could have used a little more flavor. Um, it can stay, it can keep the tart. It can keep the sour. Yeah. Just put a little, maybe a little more like, okay. And I compare it to the mango carts. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, so we had some more of those recently, you know, mm-hmm. we did, uh, we did that, what the beach bum where you mix it with like a Kona. Right. Um, I had some more of those mango carts actually when Tyler and them were here and they're like, oh, that's actually really good. And I was like, yeah, they put, they put an ass load of mangoes into each <laughs> like keg, and, but you right. can taste it. You can tell it, you know, yeah. this just needs a little more fruit to it. I, you know, people yeah. like, I don't fruit my beer and I'm, we're not going down that road. I'm just saying like, you want a pink lemonade beer and this is a sour on top of it. You know, you're, you're fighting a pretty strong flavor palette with that pungent sour, especially adding lemon lemon and cranberry both in both tart yeah. tart fruits to add into it a tart sour already you're definitely going to bury that raspberry as well yeah i almost say i almost say double whatever they're putting in for raspberry for sure i think so yeah i mean that sounds like a lot but as a, someone that cooks and stuff not that i make beer but like double the raspberries on this mm-hmm. and i actually have a couple things i want to announce or say real quick too before i get into this because i'm going to read there a little bit off their website um, which you've been there. You got me this cool glass. So first off, thank you for the glass, the Martin City glass. That's that's my collection. Yeah. Drinking out of it tonight for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I didn't even talk too. about that. I, I didn't get to use the new, you know, beer subscription five pound bottle opener because <laughs> we're in cans. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you, uh, Mama. And uh, you know, and but I do get to use this cool glass that you got me. So yeah, like I said to add to the collection. Um, but the couple things is you know in the last couple of years there's been this big push like. Support local, support local, support local. Well, I can tell you right now, craft breweries are struggling. I mean, I can tell you from just what we see when we look up stuff and what, you know, it's all over my feed. I'm sure it's on yours, you know, between get, trying to get bottles or trying to get aluminum. Everything's a problem right now. CO2, um, like, yeah. Yup, exactly. So, you know, please get out there and make it, stop looking for a reason and make the reason. Like, 
and it, this sounds like I'm being judgy or like telling people to do, I don't care what you do, honestly, but you just, you got a, you got a three hour window. You don't have to pound 16 beers. You got a three hour window. You're 20 minutes from your friends. Be like, Hey, let's grab a fucking beer real quick and just talk for a minute. Go to your local brewery and just enjoy a one or two delicious tasting beverages. That's all I'm saying. They're just, I think I don't, I will bet money. You won't regret it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it was something that, you know, Brandy and I got to go do the other night. Um, you know, our plans fell through for the evening. Uh, and we, you know, we're not usually like we're, we're planners. We like to, you know, if you haven't gathered that from me, I, I like to, to have a very regimented style. I'm pretty regimented. I, I like to, you know, know exactly what I'm going to be doing and when, and so when my plans fell through, you know, we didn't know what to go do or when, or, you know, we were just going to come home and, you know, you'd suggest, Hey, why don't you go find some place to go do something? And, uh, so, you know, we looked up and, and found a local brewer and, you know, she's not a big beer fan, but you know, everybody she likes makes, her sours. Yeah. Everybody makes sours anymore. And so, especially in the summer, you know, summertime's here. So why not? And so we went and hung out at, uh. A, a a brewer and you know just sat at the <clears throat> just sat at the bar and you know sat and shot, uh, shot the shit for a few hours without kids because you know we already had them dropped off at the babysitters you know and that was my you know i'm not trying to take credit on that whole thing but like that was my big push to you was like dude you don't get yeah. you know you get out more than she does even so i was like dude just take her out you don't have to yeah the concert <laughs> thing fell through or whatever so like, you don't Dude, and I think my comment was like, grab a steak and a beer somewhere or something, you know, just take <laughs> yeah. her out or whatever. But, you know, we have a lot of kids, but we are fortunate. We are, um, I would say I'm very blessed with the support group that we have so that Bailey and I can do what we do, you know. Um, but that's like something, you know, she, I give her a little bit of credit for too, for like, well, probably more than a little. I give her a lot of credit too, because she pulls me out of that. You know, if I, I'm, I may not be as, uh, what she call like a brain mentality as you, I'm a little more you know, all over the place, but I like having a plan too. And she's got me way more in the mode of like, you know, you can randomly do stuff and it's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, no one's going to get hurt. No. You know? <laughs> right. I think, right. That's, that's where my typical brain goes. Is like, mm, I don't know about that. Like we had plans. <laughs> I really don't like plans changing. Yeah. But it turned out okay. Right. And so, and, and yeah, so when sure. we went to, you know, not to just really fatten this episode up with filler, but we went to Herman, which is a wine winery touristy town in missouri mm. and there was a guy there who had some and i'm not gonna go through his whole life story but he was at a winery and you know he was giving tours and talking about the product and he had you know one of the wines one of the samplings this bottle was like super expensive and i won't go into the whole story of why but they, they do there's a reason why this specific wine and the roots it grows off of it only grows in one spot it's like a really big deal but this like one sample sir of this wine not a glass a sample eight dollars Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So but I can't remember what the bottle price was, but this guy tells his backstory. It's sad. And this is kind of what stuck with me. And it's kind of been in my new, my new mindset this whole summer was the guy's like, you know, you don't have to wait for an event to crack open a wine and make it. He's like, just crack open the wine and then make that special from that. Just he's like, he's like, my kids will come over and they'll be like, well, should we open this one? You know, cause it's, you know, probably an expensive one. And he's like, I don't, I tell them just to grab whatever he goes and we'll make this a moment we don't need to wait for a special occasion and long story short the guy had a death a, a close person i won't go into the whole thing but you can see why now he's like not holding back you know yeah. enjoying the moments he can have and trying to make them when he can and so i feel that way about the beer you know we, the quality of the beer you know which it sounds a corny going from quality of game and how you get into this depth of a of a conversation but that's how i feel about craft beer that's when i when i go sit somewhere you know me and steven and i'm gonna do a shout out to dirtbag cinema too because they you know i've been sending stuff into them and we get along really good and we they liked your idea. Hopefully we can try to make that work sometime. Cool. You know, that, that director video game, the, the movie one. Yeah. You know, nice. We're, we're gonna, he, Steven definitely liked that idea. And so, you know, guys, if you listen to us and you want to check out a really good podcast about movies, check out Dirtback Cinema. But Steven and I stopped at that one. I want to take you to in Liberty, which is local yeah. to you too. It's like what? 20 minutes away or some shit. Yeah. Uh, it was like three pigs brewing or something. I can't remember, but the food was awesome. Um, and the beer. And it just was, we just made this night of it. Him and I bullshitted for probably two or three hours and just, you know, that I just, I think more people need to give that a chance. And I think coming out of COVID or whatever, people have really like, you know, kind of shelled up. More people are kind of going out now. Just, t just do it. You got three hours, you got an hour, just go have a drink. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it Sport it's local. something, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's something it's, it's, if you have a little bit, 
I know times are are definitely tougher for a lot of people, but if you yeah, have an opportunity, um, you know, it's not a bad way to spend some time and a, a little bit of money. It doesn't cost a terrible ton. So, yeah, and I'm I'm all for movies, but technically you can do it cheaper than going to the movies. So for sure, I'm yeah. all for going to the movies. I love the movies, but you're <laughs> saying you could go drop twenty bucks, have a couple of beers, and go home. You know, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so let me read this from Martin City Brewing. All right. So Martin. And and this is one of the newer brewers. We you know we talk about. I talk about. Oh most yeah, of the, very very new. Yeah, most of the successful uh, craft breweries, the microbreweries are. We've talked about this before. I have a theory. It's kind of you know, the ones that opened in the nineties, the ones hitting it real big right now that right. made it. This one's from like twenty fourteen. So yes. here we go. Martin City Brewing Company was started because, like so many other craft drinkers in Kansas City, I was thirsty for something new. I wanted a beer that was bigger, bolder, and preferably local. And I knew I wasn't alone. So in 2014, which that's crazy, uh, not that long ago, after years of home brewing and business planning, my friend Chance Adams and I opened a brewery in Martin City. Thanks to an enthusiastic community, it wasn't long until we had a full-blown brewing operation with canning and distribution through the KC Metro. We'll continue to release bigger, bolder local beers for our community of craft brew drinkers in Kansas City and beyond. With a wide selection, I'm certain we have a brew that's perfect for you. Keep drinking local. Cheers, Matt Moore. So. Yeah, that's fairly new. What is that? Six, eight, what, eight years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think yeah. so. I read. Uh, I think they have three, lo- three or four locations now. Three. I think they have three in the KC area. You can get their beer, and yes. then and then they have one in still the original in Martin City. Yeah, so they have the original Martin City. There's three that I know about. So there's the one that I went to that was out in Lee Summit area, which is like a thirty minute drive. So. Now, did they have food at that one? Yes. Yeah, that's now, there. Did you try any of their food? I didn't. I just ran in and grabbed the flat. So <laughs> I was curious because they, it sounds, it sounds like they're pretty heavy on the pizza and uh, which yeah. pizza and beer goes good together. I can't argue mm-hmm. that. Yeah, no, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I was just me that day. So I just ran up there and grabbed it. Um, but yeah, we'll have to actually make a, a trip out there and go. I know that I, a bunch of other people have gone that I know have gone out to Martin city and, and enjoyed tons of stuff. That's the reason why I picked their stuff is I know that a lot of other people I know that I work with, um, because where I, I worked when we worked in the office was actually, re- it's pretty close to the actual Martin city brewer, the, the original location. Um, and so people that I know and work with, uh, went there frequently. So a lot Not of recommendations coming out of there. No, we'll make that. We'll make a day of that for sure. Yeah. Hopefully soon. I could use that. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me get over this <laughs> fucking throat thing. Maybe this sour pink lemonade is kind of washing it down, you know? Give me a couple right. days, I'll be right as rain. But <laughs> well, um, sir. So I mean, if if you don't have anything else, I think we've kind of held off on the ratings. Let's let's do it. Let's bring out your game rating. I've been waiting for this for like two weeks now. Well, the only thing I can actually rate this game on is that it actually functions as a game. Other than that, it's not a game. Um, that I can get behind whatsoever. It's not a game I can enjoy. It's not a game that I'm going to play. Um, it's not a game that I'm going to recommend that you play or try to put any money behind. Um, it's the game that I'm probably going to set as my bar is the lowest game uh, to beat. So if you want to beat the lowest game ever, uh, have fun. It's a one. Flat. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. It, it, okay, it works. I mean, it, it works as a game. It, it it's this makes me want to. This is why I have issues with the rating system out there. Like this is exactly why I I don't know what they're going on. I don't know if it's just off of reviews. If if they're you know, I'm assuming that's just like a compilation of reviews. You know, five, ten stars. What people rate? You get the average. Excuse me, but this is exactly why I have a problem with the rating system because I have no idea how it's a nine. I mean, it's like it's actually frustrating me more to where I want to rate it lower, which I shouldn't because that's not the game's fault. But like, I, yeah, why I is it a nine out of ten on Steam? It. Yeah. Why yeah. is it a seven point one out of ten on IGN? Because you know, maybe I am a little more prideful about my review. Maybe I think I put a little more stock in how I feel about things, but that, that doesn't make sense to me. And I'm a pretty fucking fair reviewer. Like I give you credit <laughs> where I, I'll, I'll look for shit to give you credit on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. go out of my way to find reasons to like give you props. Yeah. If nothing else, look at Call of the Seas. I will find a reason. Right. We can to try dig. to give you some credit on something you worked on. 
Exactly. I think that's one thing that we do and we try to do fairly is like we try to, even in games that we have not liked, we've tried to find the hidden good in everything. Terraforming Mars. We tried to find the hidden good in that game, even though. Yeah, I mean, we said like probably check out the board game version. It's probably, you know, that was the big thing is like, that's probably just meant to play in person on, on a board, on a map. But I mean, it'd probably be way better. Right. So it's, I mean, you know, I, anyways, I'll let you get on. Well, I'm a little higher than you. Um, and I felt like I was really low ball on it, honestly. Um, so mine's a 3.5. Cool. I give a 0.5 of that because I was winning first place every time. <laughs> <laughs> I give the other three is all because of the portals. I yeah. give a zero for uniqueness on literally everything else. Um, and the graphics weren't the worst I've ever seen, but they definitely weren't great. I mean, there's like I said, they're better than Fortnite, but Fortnite's been stuck on that. Fortnite's, we've talked about this before too when we did that episode. You know, Fortnite's trying to make sure you can play it on the freckles on your arm if you need to. Like, they're trying to make sure you can play it anywhere you're at on any console, on any fucking system. They're going for, you know, the masses. Yeah. And I can, World of Warcraft used to do that too, though, back in the day. Other than me crashing Jeff's computer, <laughs> almost every system could handle World of Warcraft. So, like, I'm not anti that not ride. anymore. Right. Right. And but it's I'm not swung hard. And I, I'm not against that mentality because not everybody's fortunate to have a $7,000 rig like some people. So, you know, not everybody has that. So I can, I can give credit to that, you know, you know, find a good happy medium, but man, yeah, this game, I just, it's so boldly copying Fortnite, Halo, um, you know, that it's it's just hard not to, like, get annoyed about it. And it, like I said, I honestly maybe would have not focused on it so much until I'm looking at these ratings and just going, like, just getting frustrated. Like, there's you're, you're going to tell me it's a 9 out of 10. Get the fuck out of here. If, if I wasn't such a big Halo fan for the original Halo or Halo 2, like Halo 3, if the original Halos where you were in those types of arena combat this would not probably rub me the same way that it does now because I wouldn't have the same frame of reference. Right. Which may be where those ratings are higher. Like, That's what like I'm saying. That's what I think right? of. Yeah. But no, I mean, I have that burned into my memory. I yeah. remember that so well, and this is just the same. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into this pink lemonade sour from Martin City. Yeah, for sure. I I am going to... So I feel like I've rated, you know, we're, we're biased, right? So we like stouts, you know, we like our stuff. You give me shit about IPAs, which man, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to start leaning so fucking hard into that. You're not gonna be able to handle it. Like I'm going to start leaning into the IPAs. Even Bailey's like, you really do like those. I'm like, I think I'm starting to like them more than I want to admit at this point. Like, yeah, I don't think I'm an IPA fan, but I, I do think I'm leaning way harder than you and Bailey for sure. Like I had one the other I, day because she gets me that subscription and I had one the other day and she's like, oh my God. I'm like, I don't think it's that bad. Like I kind of like it. I think I've found my version of IPAs. I don't we think I like about that, West right? Coast. Yeah, yeah, I think I've I've finally figured it out. I don't like West Coast IPAs. I I think I like New England style IPAs. Yeah. So and I I think I'm the same way. They, they do get into that. And we're going to just coin Bailey's phrase when they get into that hairspray taste too much. I'm out. Like I agree. Yeah. With that. But yeah, that super bitter, piney. Yeah. Anyways, but with this, you know, I'm trying to sours are something newer to us. We haven't. Um, reviewed as many of them as we have everything else yes we're starting to bring more of them into the forefront especially since you know if you take our wives and you and me and that's the only four you're talking about three of the four of us really like them and i i don't dislike them you know what i mean so um but i want to say this uh the best that i can the it's it's a sour beer and it tastes good and it's super drinkable but if you're telling me it's a pink lemonade sour if you wouldn't have told me what flavor this was i would have struggled to tell you it was pink lemonade sour I can see that. Yeah. Right. And so that's a little bit of a problem. So I'm actually going to try to keep my sour ratings a little more consistent with maybe a little less biased because I love stouts way too much. I think that kind of affected some of those. Um, I, I kind of favor them. I'll be honest. And maybe I have favored them. Um, I'm going to do a 6.2 on this, which we, Honestly, and maybe, I think that's maybe fair. I'm actually, I was going to say, maybe I'm actually just more doing that because we've had less sours and I'm basing this off the few that we've had. I don't have so, a lot to pull from on reference. Did you try their berry that yes. I gave you? I okay. liked it better you, than this. Okay. Um, 
I don't find the flavors of them too dissimilar is the problem that I run it, run across. The berry does have more flavor to it. You can definitely pull more of the berry flavor out of it. This one, I do get what you're saying with it. And honestly, my rating is not far off of yours. It's a oh, little okay. higher, but not much. 6.4. <laughs> okay, right on. Right. I like this one. Um, I definitely get, but I'm a huge cranberry fan. I get the cranberry in this. I get the lemon in this. Like I said, I get zero raspberry. They need to like way up the raspberry in this. Yeah, to dub, actually double make that it raspberry. Lemonade. Yeah. Cranberry is not pink lemonade. Yeah. That's double that the, raspberry. Right. I can get where the raspberry is pink lemonade. <clears throat> Maybe go with the strawberry flavor for a pink lemonade would probably be better or a, a, a cherry even. Um, the raspberry's okay, fine, but make it a flavor. That's just something they failed at, I think. So, All right. All right. Well, sir, if you're ready, I think we can wrap this bad boy up. Yeah. Yeah. So what so, do we got next time? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how well you do editing it. And we'll see what we have next time. Because oh, it's a bunch of drunk buffoons talking is what we have next time. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like I said, shout out to Z. Thanks for the recommendation. Shout out for uh, Steven on Dirtback Cinema. Thank you, sir, Dirtback Cinema, for the shout out and everything. So, guys, check that podcast out. And I will say shout out to our friends, Tyler and Brandon, for coming down and hanging out with us and doing our next episode. So, guys, next time we have uh, the Overwatch clan, the best in the world. (laughs) 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 I'm just talking about Brandon, actually, on that. Yeah, yeah, Um, it's all Brandon. Yeah, so we have our, you've heard us talk about it before. We have Boulevard Wheat, one of our favorite beers. We have our friends and we have Overwatch. So, sir, that's what we have. Yeah. Uh, So, are you ready? I am. So, if you like drinking... Or you like gaming. Join us next time on The Monologues.